Hi everyone and welcome to Fantasy Football Wives episode 18. I'm Anya, lifelong Spurs fan, married to an Arsenal fan. And I'm Sarah, a City fan, married to a United fan. Anya, are you okay? I've got your cold. Thanks so much for giving it to me. <laughs> I brought it all the way to Switzerland. Yeah, thanks so much. It's exactly yeah. when it started and it's now turned into a toothache. So thanks for that. Oh my God. I literally was right at the end and I hope it wasn't me, but... Um... I oh, think it was. Tis the season. Tis the season. I know. I went to take Roger to the paediatrician. Sorry, this is might be boring chat for everyone who doesn't have children. And I said to him, when's he going to get better? And he said, mid-April. So <laughs> Actually, he should have said 10, <laughs> 18. <laughs> when, he, when he's about 18 years old. Anyone... Anyway, so this is a jam-packed episode today because it's been three game weeks since we last spoke, thanks to a midweek round of matches last week. With only 25 points between us two weeks ago, who's in the lead now? We'll also discuss whether we think King Salah is back, King of that jungle, Harry Redknapp, my love, and how a bunch of no-shows caused us lots of frustration and red arrows in the last few weeks. So without further ado, let's kick off Good Week, Bad Week. So welcome back to Good Week, Bad Week. And uh, first up for Good Week, it's King Salah. He is uh, is back. Um, And his hat-trick of 21 points has meant he's now at the top of the fantasy football table with 111 points ahead of Sterling, which is exactly uh, how the end of the season looked. Um, anyone who captained him got 42 points and probably a Ooh. lot of green arrows. Uh, Liverpool have a mix of fixtures next, though. They've got Manu on Saturday and then they've got Arsenal and City at New Year's. So I don't know. Are they, are they going to remain undefeated? They're the only team left that uh, it remains undefeated. What do you think? Oh, yawn. Um, I, <laughs> well, I've got an issue, which I hope... You saw loser. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I've got an issue, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, that I need to get rid of um, TAA. Uh, he's injured and he doesn't perform. And I was going to switch him for another Liverpool defender, but maybe not given their um, fixtures coming. But no, I am not on the Salah train. I don't. I don't know. I I wouldn't go switching to him very quickly. No, but are we. I, I agree with you. We get. We've got quite a few questions on Twitter on Twitter uh, about Salah. I, you know, we had to mention him as good week. He was, you know, the, the player that got the hat trick. Um, he is very well loved. Uh, in the Premier League and you know it's it was nice to see him do so well again uh but I'm not sure I'll be bringing him into my team either uh do you want to talk about the next good week so the next good week oh why do you do this to me Anya the next good week's for Man United but (laughs) pains me to say this but their 4-1 win over Fulham meant three of their players Young, Mata and Rashford were in this week's dream team 
Um, but they've got Liverpool next and then easiest fixtures until Jan 12 when they will meet Spurs and then TBD, whether that's easy too. That said, Lol. I just can't think who I would bring in and for whom. And, you know, it's against my principles. Potentially Rashford, who only cost 6.9 million and got a goal and two assists. But is he really likely to repeat that? I know one of our um, fantasy um, league members captained Rashford at the weekend. Oh, and was pretty good. pleased, yeah, with that result. But, um, yeah, I mean, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm I'm not rushing to bring any Manu players in either. Um, but I thought, you know what, it was about time they, they made it into a good week for us. Um, and so the last good week is for uh, a former Spurs manager who, Sarah, you've got a bit of a crush on. I'd probably say you've got a crush on. A crush. You're probably quite light. You what, you're totally in love. I've got a crush on his son. No, he's a <laughs> one year old pure gentleman. Uh, King Harry captured the hearts of the nation, winning um, King of the Jungle and Celebrity. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And I voted in the last round for him, um, as did, oh, it's ridiculous how many people voted for him, millions and millions. And he just proved himself to just be such a nice guy. And you want to know that, I know you haven't watched it, have you? The saddest thing, but the happiest thing that he said um, that he enjoyed in the jungle was that as manager he for years has not been able to join in the laughs and the banter of the team like you're separate with the manager and the thing he loved the most about being in the jungle was just being part of it all and being you know part of all the jokes and the laughs and the banter Aww. I know I mean it's true it, the manager isn't part of that on the team bus etc um, but my heart went out for him because that's what he loved about the jungle was just being part of it all. Now, know. do you think if he had got that England job, uh, he would have been as loved by the nation and won King of oh, the Jungle? I reckon, you know, Gareth Southgate better watch out because he's captured the heart of the nation. If Southgate makes one bad move, it's going to be Ari for for England. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what his next move is in football, but it was just wonderful to watch him. And I am not the only person that blubbed their eyes out when his wife came, Sandra Sands, came to visit him in the jungle. And I've never watched this show before. I'm not a fan, but he was just incredible. Long live King Ari. Right, well, thanks for your uh, ode to King Harry, Sarah. (laughs) We'll go on to bad week. So first up are the Arsenal defenders. So yes, they scraped through with a 1-0 win uh, against Huddersfield, giving them a clean sheet. But both Mustafi and Socrates got their fifth yellow cards, which means they're suspended until December 22nd. Holding is also out now until Jan 5th with an injury. So I'm not sure they'll be keeping a clean sheet against Southampton this weekend. Um, And... Yeah, I, th- I think they've they kind of screwed themselves a little bit because they've they've got three defenders that can't play. And you'll never want to be a glass half full when it comes to Arsenal. <laughs> Do you know what? In that match, they had nine yellow cards. That's awful. That's really That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal That's had cool. five of them. Mm. They had more. Mm. Well, Notice how I say they scraped through with a one 0 win. <laughs> I don't care, really. There's no Arsenal defenders on my team, but I do have Auburn my young now. So hopefully they'll do well. 
Well, he was at the centre of uh, a bit of controversy at the Spurs-Arsenal match. Um, and it actually brings us on to our next point uh, in Bad Week, where a Spurs fan threw a banana skin and they were arrested and uh, will have their uh, season ticket withdrawn. Um, and then there was further racism against Sterling at the Chelsea match. It's ridiculous. I, d- I don't understand how we haven't stamped this out yet. Quite a bit of time has passed since the last high-profile racist incident in football, but it's just atrocious, absolutely atrocious. Um, I'm so obsessed about it. Did you see Sterling's response on Instagram? Yeah, I did. I, I really kind of, you know, it's not his job to be teaching the media how they should be portraying football players. But I think, he, you know, enough is enough. But I like the fact that he brought to, to attention the differences in reporting that the media has when it comes to young black play, players versus young white players and their role in, in racism. Um, he's been so unfairly treated by the media that it almost gives racists uh, you know, a free pass, they can take attack at him. It's not just about those guys in the stands, it is about the media. And I was really pleased that he stood up for himself. He And if you look at the post, it's been liked and commented on by a lot of high-profile footballers. Um, but obviously the problem isn't with the footballers itself, it's with fans. I really hope those guys, those Chelsea fans, get lifelong banned. To set an example, it is just disgusting. I just say, Did you see what Piers Morgan said? Yeah, he tweeted inviting Sterling onto Good Morning Britain um, to discuss his point of view and that he would give him a fair hearing. Like it's just disgusting. He's um, what? Yeah, as if he was. He's not the accused. He was the um, victim of the attack. Um, but there you go. There you go. Case in point um, about how young black players are treated. Um, I just hope Chelsea takes some affirmative action and uh, everyone's rallying around how racism still needs to be stamped out of the sport. It still is an issue. And I just hope from a negative incident, some positivity comes out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, let's move on to our fancy football chat in part two. And we'll find out who is winning. Is it Sarah or me? (laughs) So welcome back to our second part of the podcast where we discuss fantasy football and three game weeks on. It is now 9-8 to Sarah. Jess. She is just holding on to the lead with nine points difference. And last game week's win where she won by a spectacular one point. (laughs) And it was so close. It was so, so close. I was like, maybe Richarlison will get a yellow card and then we'll be joined. But you know what? Neither of us got even average. We're I know, we're both under average. I'm really disappointed with my team at the moment. It was such a tricky week because there were so many players that didn't play, like Aguero, Wilson, TAA, Arnautovic. Loads of people had made had to make changes and then they made those changes and then they had subs coming on that didn't play. How were you affected? So in game week 15, it was ridiculous. Most of my team didn't play. In fact, two players that was on the pitch got zeros because they did not have enough substitutes for all the players I had that didn't play. Um, And my defenders, between five of them, only got five points. 
Uh, my best players in, in game week 15 were Richarlison and Wilson. He got me a combined 22 points, and that was most of my points that week. In game week 16, um, things got a little better. Um, Sterling played, at least, so did Laporte. Um, I'd made a change and brought Sun in, who bagged me 14 points. That's um, a really good move, Sam, yeah. that you brought Sun in. Oh, this is That's very funny copying you well the week before that you'd copied me and brought in Obama Young and then you and then you copied me and you brought in Son I've not copied you I've copied you know whatever well well, I also did I also did talk about bringing Son in on the podcast that was one of my picks are you going to bring in are you going to bring in Snodgrass next well no I was actually going to be bringing Robertson but I know you have him and I was like she's going to kick off about that but now I've seen Liverpool coaches I probably won't do it you could just keep copying until you yeah. get the same team. Let's just have the same team and we'll see what happens. So anyway. Uh, someone different. That's who delivered me. But that's probably why we both got, you know, under average. I only had three players last week that delivered. And what about you? Well, I don't think that's the reason that we got under average. Like most people had captain, not the captains, they either had Salah and then some people had also captain Salah. That's what kind of brought in the big points. Um, but yeah, my my kind of two best players were Robertson and Son. Uh, and then Obama Yang, who had captain, only got the assist. And then, oh, I'm lying. And Snodgrass, he'd, he scored a goal. Um, but then, yeah, loads of ones. What loads of ones, so it wasn't great. You know, my goalkeeper, two defenders, two strikers. Um, but I feel fairly confident about next week. Uh, but before we get into that, let's give let's give an update on our league. So another person who's winning by one point is Tom Sheehan with his team Dukes of Hazard. He's pipped the Tinkerman to the top of our league with one thousand and fifteen points. And do you know what's interesting? He didn't even have Salah on his team. (sighs) And he captained Kane, who came on as a substitute uh, in the match against Leicester. And so he only got two points for Kane, but he got a really, really good haul of points from his defence and captaining Kane the week before. So that's how he's got to the top of the league. And this week, we also have two managers of the week. It was a tie um, between Jeff Willis and our former guest, Will Rose. Um, he was texting me over the weekend about how he was on form to uh, to win manager of the week and he was hoping Richarlison would be sent off. Um, <laughs> but they both captain Salah and got 105 points. So well done, both of you. Do you know what's really interesting about that? It's what? Will Rose came onto the show and categorically said, nah, not bringing in Salah. <laughs> he costs too much money. He's not worth it. You heard it here. <laughs> We can go back and replay it. Oh, That's exactly what he said. Do you remember? I'll go back over the um, previous episodes and find it. Right. So what are you doing for game week ahead? I don't know. Or do you want to hear what I'm doing first oh, and then no. copy me? Oh, funny. <laughs> I don't know. I need to get rid of Alexander-Arnold, um, uh-huh. but I don't know how who to bring in for him. My first thing was replacing with another Liverpool defender, but given their fixtures, I think I could probably make a better move. I don't think it's just that. I feel like you've already got a Liverpool defender in your goalkeeper, so you don't need to double up. I actually don't like doubling up on any of the positions. Um, So you could bring in someone from Spurs. Mm. They've got fairly easy fixtures. Um, West Ham. Brighton. Mm. 
Huddersfield. These aren't teams that fill me with defensive confidence. <laughs> no, but they've got they do have good fixtures coming up. They're all easy ish. Well, maybe Spurs. Who would you recommend? Uh Davies probably. He's the cheapest. I don't I've actually got money in the bank. Could splash out. You could. Well I've got Trippier, so if you want to copy me <laughs> well, I've got him. Have him. I've got him, I've kept him, even though he was injured, and I've got him to play this week. Um, I have got a problem, which is David Silva is now out till January, and I want to just replace him with a City midfielder. I think I'm going to go back to Bernardo. Well, he does have a name beginning with S. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I might go for him, I might go for Sané, undecided Silver, Silver yet. swap. Yeah. So, what about captaining? Who are you going to captain? I think it's going to be Aubameyang. So, I'm between him and Son. I just don't know if Son's going to start after, you know, all the great work he's been doing. Burnley's hard, though. Burnley, away from Burnley, is actually a hard game. No, we're playing at Wembley. No, I know, but I mean, like, Burnley's away. Not sure. (laughs) Not sure. There is some uh, stat about that. They're actually hard to beat. Haven't made my mind up yet. Haven't made my mind up yet. Maybe we should do the same thing. So we've got a couple of questions from Twitter. First, quite a few to do with Hazard and Salah. So first one is from at Technodoc. I have Salah and Hazard thinking of ditching one of them for Kane. Which one? So even though Salah just scored a hat-trick and is at the top of the Fantasy Football League, I would actually say ditch him. Um, because Chelsea's fixtures are much nicer. Hazard is very consistent. And Salah also means he gives you more money. So that's a bonus for your midfield replacement. I'd agree. I'd just say their fixtures are really hard over Christmas, so you might as well um, switch for Kane and then, you know, switch them back later. That's what I do. Just spend my time switching Mane in, Mane out, Mane in, Mane out. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to be buying Kane, by the way, over the next few weeks. I'm, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I might. I might actually try and get, I would probably sell Obama Yang to get Kane in after this week. So the next question, Anya, is from FPL Nick um, at Kiwi Nick FPL. Sane or Hazard? So I say Hazard again, and for the same reasons I've just given. Um, maybe with David Silva out now, Sane is kind of more guaranteed to start, and he is good. I mean, he is delivering, but he didn't in the last game week, which my husband was very upset about because I actually did next team. And I brought in Salah for him. Why did you do his team? That's really his own responsibility. I know, but what he was going to put forward, like, really annoyed me. So <laughs> I just changed it. Oh, my gosh. What about you? Who would you choose, Sané or Hazard? Sané. Did you see Sané's goal last night? It was ridiculous. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. I'm sure loads of people were bringing him in after seeing that goal. It was just in Sané. <laughs> Oh, very good. Yeah, but it was. It really was. You should go and look that up on Twitter now. Oh, all right, I will do. Mm-hmm. So um, next question from at Captain's Pick Pod. After hitting the Salah captain, I'm now thinking of moving Salah to Sterling. Crazy? 
no, don't think it's crazy. I think they're on a par at the moment and only because Salah scored a hat-trick, really. Otherwise, Sterling has been more consistent. And as I've said, they've got easier fixtures than Liverpool coming up. And I know Sarah will definitely agree with me on that. I'll always agree with putting Sterling on your team. And I'd say he's got fire in his belly right now. So how come you're not thinking of captaining him on Saturday? Because we're at home to Everton. It's a hard game. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's a tough one. I think it's easier um, to captain at Aubameyang against Southampton. Right. At Jirid Harasag, if Wilson is out for long, and this applies to you as well, mm-hmm. would you downgrade him to a 4.5 million striker and then get two Spurs midfielders or one Spurs midfielder, two City midfielders, and, separate question, Alonso for Cola or Lewis, what's your take? Right, so I think over the next few weeks, you need at least one Spurs mid. And then I think you need a mix of someone from City, Liverpool and Chelsea. I, as I just mentioned, I don't, personally don't like doubling up on positions from the same team. Um, what about you? What do you think, Sarah? Well, I have Wilson and I'm going to... Is he out, out? Because it's a 75% chance of playing. No, I don't think he's out, out. Yeah, I'm going to keep him in my team. <laughs> is he out, out? Is he out, out or is he in, out? I'm going to, I'm no. going to keep him. I've got other issues to sort out. Um, and, I mean, if he's out. Definition. Sorry, I'm laughing. It's the new It's the new definition of out, out. Out, out. out. Are you going out or are you going out, no, out? Is Wilson is, out is he, or is Wilson is out, 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 this week or is he out, out this week? Um <laughs> Um, uh, well, yeah, no, I'm going to keep him, and uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm just going to keep him. Right, but you've got one Spurs midfielder, one Man City midfielder. Uh huh. You wouldn't get two from each, would you? No. No. no if I did no. switch him out, which I won't, it'll be for some cheap striker, <laughs> so I can put some money somewhere else. Now, the other question about Alonso. Why are you getting rid of Alonso? He's the fourth highest ranking player. He's got good fixtures. I'm not a Chelsea fan. I actually really dislike Chelsea, but I'm very protective of Alonso. Keep him, keep him all year. Mm, what she said. I've got him. <laughs> I guess I'll keep him. Oh, I, of course you do. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. We need some differentials between ourselves. Right, next. <laughs> this is my favourite question. Not the first one, the second one. Right. Okay, shall I ask the first one? At Momo FPL. I just wildcarded and brought in Cedric. He's injured and has four yellow cards. Should I sell him? I actually think he's asking us these questions like as a bit of a joke. Like I I don't... Momo, do you actually have Cedric on? Why would you bring on someone who's injured, plays for Southampton, who's really bad, they've just changed their manager, and has four yellow cards? Of course you need to sell him. Um, bring in wan or someone from West Ham like Balbuena or Zabaleta, as they've got good fixtures. And Fabianski is a great goalkeeper, so you're guar- not guaranteed, but you could be getting a lot of clean sheets from him. But the better question that you asked is, which is your favourite biscuit? So I've got two favourite biscuits. <laughs> one, is, one is an oval wool team biscuit. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, so the, yeah, so the Swiss drink here is oval wool team. Uh-huh. So it's like a malt drink with milk. So they like have biscuit. oval team. And, and then the second favourite biscuit is going to be like a ginger biscuit. Mm. Mine is just a dark chocolate um, digestive. 
It, it was actually one of my pregnancy cravings. And when I lived in Australia and you couldn't get them, I sent my husband out <gasps> to buy them and he had to trawl the shops and came out with the wrong ones. And Could he not make them? Given him. <laughs> Could he not make them? <laughs> did anyone hear that? <laughs> what did he say? F off. Did he swear at yes. you? Yes. Oh. Unbelievable. Actually, you know what, Sarah? You should... Explain to everybody why we've ended up recording this on Thursday evening instead of Wednesday <laughs> evening. Because it does have something to do with your very lovely husband who's making you dinner. Yes, well, we were delayed in recording because I had to drive to your hospital by Heathrow yesterday. Because my darling husband um, decided to be very dramatic and get ambulanced off a plane for um, a post-evening out. Small collapse. But he's absolutely fine. Now he just can't handle his hangovers well, very well, much, but he's recovered well, um, and everything's fine. But that's why we came to record yesterday. It's a good story. It's a good story. But I am um, wife of the year for driving an hour and three quarters to Heathrow during what rush hour. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't win me wife of the year. Oh, at least it was actually quite funny. At one moment in the hospital, both of us were sitting there. Well, he was lying. doing your fancy football. No, teams. he was watching the United game, and I was watching the City game. <laughs> yeah, and then he watched it all the way home. Whilst you drove him, I drove him, but he got the best result. City did. Anyway, next question. From our former guest at Michelle Dear One, best 5.5 million or under midfielder, Snodgrass, Torreira, who are both on four yellows, or Moy, uh, or any others you can think of. It's like, I actually um, was toying of bringing Torreira in for David Silva, but then thought, no, he's got four yellows, plus I just don't want to have more Arsenal players on my team. Uh, ironically, Kante, who is 4.9 million and I've just sold, would also be a good consideration. Um, otherwise, except for their fixture against Manu in a few weeks, Moy from Huddersfield is a good shout. Okay, good one. And last question, well, last football question from Maitland Niles um, at Ains15. Should I bench boost to bolster my chance of staying in the FPL Cup? Uh, no, I only use my chips for a couple game weeks. But to be honest, if it's really, really important to you that you stay in the FPL Cup and you haven't got a super strong starting eleven, then why not? When is there going to be a double game week? Usually around February time. Okay. Because it could have been one last week, but it got split into two game weeks. Yeah, that's when all the teams play midweek. Double game weeks, quite often what happens is a couple of teams aren't playing. Yeah, okay. Last question, and I'm feeling this one at Adam Morag. Why is it so cold in England? I've been asking this all day. I was so cold today. Um, but I'm pretty sure Anya has it colder in Switzerland. Yeah, I'm freezing. I'm currently in a thermal, a thick jumper, a blanket under a duvet. And the radiators are all on five, which is as high as they can go. I told Annie we had to delay the podcast when I got home because I had to go and put on all my jumpers. <laughs> now, now, the real answer to this is because it's winter. Oh, good one. And we live in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, and we shouldn't complain. It's only December. But I was talking to a South African today who just moved here in May. And I was like, she was complaining how cold it was. And I was like, look forward to it. 
snowing. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're finishing off with our fun fact, as always. It's to do with yellow cards because of that Arsenal-Huddersfield game full of yellow cards. Anya, so, before you start your fun fact, just wanted to tell you, today I did yeah. a wonderful workshop with the guys from Football Manager, who I love doing um, work with. And as our icebreaker, <laughs> I used two of your fun facts. Oh, that's awesome. I used, the first one was how many red cards. Yeah. And the first answer was exactly what I said. Well, it could only be eight when, um, you know, in fact, it was 36 or whatever. And then the other one was how many goals. And and one of the okay. guys knew the game context that it was, but um, they thought it was in its 40s and not 149. So thanks for that, for um, helping oh. me with my work today. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Do you remember that at the beginning you weren't that much of a fan of Fun Fact? I you just were like, didn't like losing. Let's, let's see if we do it every week. Well, <laughs> given that you've got James there, James can help you out with this one. James, do you want to so help with the Fun Fact? Come on, man. Wait a minute, I have to take my headphones out so you can hear. Okay, James, you can Bye. join in in today's Fun Fact. All right. So, there's two questions, really. First one is a number one. What is the highest number of yellow cards that any football player has had in football history? So, that's across his whole career. And which footballer? Or... That would uh, be the second question. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, is this Premiership? Uh, no, but he still plays today. He's in La Liga. Ramos. Yes, well done, but James. How how many yellow cards does he have so far? 89. Now, this includes his Real Madrid and Spanish national team performances. <laughs> I say 89. He says 212. James. <laughs> James Batters. It's 200. Oh, stop oh. it! Did you know that? No, I knew. Cannot believe you got it so oh God, close. And he's so totally casually playing FIFA while he answered that without caring a word. Um, you can't believe that. How did you come up with um, that? A bit of a blind guess, if I'm honest. That's crazy. That is the best guess I think we've had so far. Right, just for just for fun, he's also got how many red cards? Uh, Seventy-five. That's silly. He has <laughs> twenty-five. Fucking hell! He's got twenty-four. <laughs> I cannot believe that. James. Trying to come up with some kind of like prize now. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Well, we should have you wow. on every no, week, James. <laughs> well. We are um, not going to be recording next week because you're uh, flying off to Japan. Indeed. Lucky you. And uh, the following week is Christmas week. So I'm not quite sure what we're going to do, but we are going to try and record a podcast somewhere. Yeah, we're in progress. So we'll let you know via Twitter. Thanks, everyone, for all your questions. And remember, to us. if you enjoyed what you listened, please rate us on iTunes. There's been a few ratings this week, which is great. And leave us a review because it makes us happy. Thank you, guys. Bye, Bye, Sarah. See you Sunday.